Waffling Tail is Light, the pocket-sized podcast that packs a gaming punch. In this serving of bite-sized banter with a side of gaming goodness, we catch up with Elixir the Kitsune about Metal Gear Solid for the PS1. Take it away, guys. Sorry to keep you waiting. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Waffling Taylor's Light. Um, I am here, I have been sneaking around in my little cardboard box, and I've got a little bit of respite. And I'm here with uh, somebody who's been on the show before. We're not talking about Sonic 2 this time. We're talking about Metal Gear Solid on the PS1. We are here with, let me get this right, Elixir? Not Alexa. Alexa, destroy everything. It is Elixir, right? Yes, it is. There's that pettiness I was on about. (laughs) Also, if I may correct you, it's Mm? actually kept you waiting, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've I've played a lot of Metal Gear Solid. It's it's kind of hard to keep up with everything. There's so many different iconic lines. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> like one that always jumps out on me when, when we talk about Metal Gear Solid is one line that he says in the Merrill ending, which is find something to believe in and find it for yourself. When you do, pass it on to the future. There's a lot of talk about the future. Oh, man, Metal Gear Solid. That one is so good. That that game created a lot of memes for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, a, a lot of them revolving around Ocelot. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> Ocelot and uh, uh, Otacon. Otacon's the worst. There's so many revolving around Otacon. Um, <laughs> I mean, you also have the very famous Nanomachine, son. Nanomachine, son. Yeah, from um, Revenge- Rising, Revengeance. One, yeah, yeah. one of them. Both, both work, both God. work. It's a Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, if I'm not mistaken. The the the, the one where you play as a ninja. That's what I remember. <laughs> there's guns. There's a dog. There's a ninja. There's flailing limbs. There's nano machines, son. That's all I remember. Yeah, so, uh... still haven't gotten to that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll I'll get back to the script uh, since I'm the only one that's read it. So, Alexa, please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. So, hi, my name is Elixir. I, I, uh, I am a voice actress. Uh, I haven't done a lot of voice acting stuff, though. <laughs> in Portuguese, by the way. European Portuguese, not to mistake with Brazilian Portuguese. Uh, I'm also a VTube streamer on Twitch. I go by Elixir the Kitsune. That's L-A-L-Y-X-A underscore T-H-E underscore K-I-T-S-E. U-N-E. Okay, I was trying to see if I had forgotten any letters. <laughs> I did not. Words are and, uh, and, um, I actually started streaming... My first stream was actually playing Metal Gear Solid. Nice. Yeah, and, and it also created, like, uh, this uh, funny nickname among my uh, followers, which is Glitter Fox. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, because um, when I finished the game, the, uh, on my last stream of Metal Gear Solid, just as I was, uh, as I was finishing, uh, I was throwing some chaff grenades, and there was this artist on the um, on the chat, and uh, he started screaming, "Glitter bombs! Glitter bombs!" Because <laughs> the effect that shows on screen kind of looks like glitter. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so that became a meme. So every time, whichever game it is, every time I throw a chaff grenade, I yell glitter bomb. And uh, <coughs> and because uh, my avatar is a is a human with fox ears, hence Kitsune. Mm. Um, that same artist uh, at the end of the stream was like, oh, uh, I DM'd you something, could you go check it? I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll check it in a moment. And he's like, no, 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 please check it on stream, please check it on stream. And I'm like, oh, okay, calm down. And so, <laughs> and so I was like, I was going to say, oh, that's such a cute drawing. And then I realized it was me on a sneaking suit holding a chaff grenade that said glitter. And uh, hence came six minutes of me crying on stream. Nice. Me crying live on stream. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And I'm like, you guys can you guys gotta see this, this is so beautiful. And and so people started like, oh uh, Glitter Fox! Everyone started saying, oh Glitter Fox, and so that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One, one, one of the uh one of the, the the next DLC Pokemon in Pokemon Violet is Glitter Fox, I think it should be. Just start petition. <laughs> Uh, get, get in touch with Game Freak Glitter Fox is what we need problem is you can't find it you know, no one can find it that's the problem you introduce <laughs> it but you can't find it <laughs> well your poker tech stops working you just see little glitches it's already gone too sneaky <laughs> you gotta search for the glitter <laughs> oh yeah yeah one magical glitter tree that only shows up 10 minutes every month in a specific location yeah. yeah, but yeah, but besides uh, Metal Gear, I also play other games, and uh, every time I finish a Metal Gear Solid game, I play some more, uh, uh, more um, soft, a uh, softer game to like let my brain rest a bit, because we know, <laughs> we know how bit of a how uh, mind blowing the stories are, and uh, another particular uh, particularity is that those games that I play after Metal Gear are uh, have all been dubbed in Portuguese. I, mm. We gotta support our. We gotta support our doves. Yeah. Okay, so with mentioning streams and Metal Gear Solid, that adds very nicely to a bit of a segue. Was you ready when you first started playing Metal Gear Solid? Now, I played it when I was a kid, years ago. Um, obviously, you played it on stream. Was you ready for the amount of story? That was going to be dumped on you. Was you aware? I was uh, a bit uh, because because my uh, my boy my boyfriend played the games like way before I I started playing them. I'm playing the the whole series for the first time in my life. I've never previously played anything Metal Gear Solid related. I knew some memes. That's all. I know the. Extremely famous and extremely overused alert sound. Yes. Um, but uh, I will never forget that there was this one time when I was having like um, a very anxious moment of like um, uh, thinking, oh, well, is anything even worth it in life? And, <laughs> and my boyfriend is actually like, you know. There's this uh, video game series that I really like, and this character actually so says something like this. And I'm pretty sure he was talking about Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm pretty sure he was talking about Metal Gear Solid 2, now that I think about it. And, um, 
just a few months ago he decided to like replay the whole series again and I was like okay but I really need to understand why does he like Metal Gear Solid so much and so that's how I decided to um, to play to play the games so I was a bit uh, ready for for like the the amount of story and information that was gonna be dumped on me I was not ready for the extreme amount of information that was gonna be dumped on me. <laughs> yeah, the, the law is quite because, extensive. Especially because when he was playing, I wasn't paying that much attention, so I couldn't really like. I was picking this and that and, and that information over there, but uh, really, basically, almost nothing. <laughs> but then I started playing. And I was like, oh. Yikes, mm. that, that is a lot. That is a lot. If you're a big fan of David Hater, you'll love Metal Gear Solid, but there's... Oh, the law dump, man. You can, I can understand for you just... You sat there, pad in front of it, and your brain just switches off, and it only turns back on when the codec goes down. I can understand. I had the same I thing. I was... Christ. I, I played it on release, and... Oh, I think I might have been 11. Now, as an 11-year-old, your attention spans through the floor. It's, hurry up, come on, hurry up, and then running round. But, of course, some of the codec calls tells you what to do, and I didn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't yeah, help. No. no, sometimes I would actually go for the codec calls, and I'm like, what do I have to do? And they would dump me information, and I'm like, okay, but what do I have to do? <laughs> I lost the information, what do I have to do? Colonel, Colonel, put that, put that in a language I can understand. Come on. <laughs> No, sometimes I even had to rewatch my VODs to to like get parts of the story that I missed because uh, I was talking to the chat instead of paying attention to the story. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's for for a first time player stream. You you kind of got to be zoned in, but if you've played it yeah. before, it's not a problem. You can just sit there and make fun and what have you. But if it's the first time, you've got to be laser focused. Which yeah, oh, I mean. I've played it since then, and I've kind of understood like the social commentary and all of the the uh, the things that Hideo Kojima put in there, all the commentary on everything, you know, greed, military tech, and all the rest of it. But as a small kid, or the first time you play it, it just goes completely over your head. Yeah, especially because we're kids, we're like, what? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that, that this episode is more related to one, but I, I just recently, as of the recording of this episode, I just finished uh, Metal Gear Solid for like two weeks ago, and I had to almost take a week off streaming because I could Metal not Gear Solid handle 3. the story. I could not handle the ending. Oh, it's, yeah, it's uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. It definitely it hits you in the feels. Yeah, it no, does. people were even worried, like, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Are you okay? Do you need anything? I'm like, guys, I just need some time to think. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah. That, I, that's how bad the third game hit me. <laughs> yeah, I need a week off and a kiss and a cuddle. Leave me alone, will you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad one for you. No, seriously. <laughs> I, I, Like, the next day I got up, I, I ate breakfast, I did some stuff, and then I went back to bed. My boyfriend was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just need some time to think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think even he was expecting this reaction from me. 
<laughs> I thought he, he I, I think he was like thinking, oh, she's gonna say it was amazing and this and that. No, my response was, I need a day off in bed. Leave me alone, please. Yep. I can't do anything. Yep. Yeah, I completely understand. No, but I, even, I even the first, even the first game, it was, it was. So far, I have no complaints whatsoever about the games. Like, even the first game it hits you like a lot. Like, mm. the first game hits you like like a truck. The third one hits you like like a a high speed train. Yeah, a convoy of trucks hitting you constantly one after the other. Yeah. Yeah, I know that one. Metal Gear Solid, Shadow Moses Island. Out of everyone that you interact with, either codec, either in battle codec, or just talking to, because there's a lot of talking, who is your favourite character? I, I, I've had like, a, you gave me like a week to think about this, about this, and it's still hard to like choose just one character. So imagine if this was like about the whole series and not just the first game, I would be like, I don't know, I would need a month to think, at the very least. Because, like, every single character has something that's, I wouldn't say, like, lovable about them. Like, not all of them are lovable. I mean, you got Ocelot mm. for, <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> no, but everyone has something so interesting about them. Like, uh, I, I love Mei Ling and, and all the, um, the Chinese... Uh, sayings that she has that are also connected to things that we have to do and that we should do. Um, uh, I also love Sniper Wolf because uh, I, I cried when Sniper Wolf died. <laughs> I cried when she died and I was not yeah. expecting that. Like, I saw my boyfriend play like the whole first game and I was like, okay, Sniper Wolf died, but when I played it, it hurt because like when yeah. she was talking about her her past and how she suffered i'm like i was not ready for this i was not <laughs> and like <laughs> and then there's there's otakon he's like i mean he he kind of sounds like the the comic relief but which which is also good but i don't know there's something so enduring about him it, it just gets beat up so much either physically or emotionally <laughs> the, poor, the and, poor thing and the, the thing is right it it it's a recurring theme and 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 i'm just and i'm just like thinking about the the ps1 the ps1 game i'm not even talking about twin snakes because apparently that one has mm. a has the because like the ps1 game has uh, images of animals and the nature when you hear like the the last narration which i think is by naomi but mm. in Twin Snakes, you have um, you have Snake and Otacon going down the hill, and Otacon just keeps slipping and stumbling on the snow when he ends up rolling down the hill. And I'm just, yeah. I saw the cutscene and I started laughing like crazy when I saw that. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, even the the whole plot twist with um, with um, uh, Gray Fox and, and Naomi. 
everything, everything and everyone was just so interesting and so compelling that it's really hard to choose just one character. But if I really, really had to choose just one, it, if it would helped, probably... would top three help? Okay, so... Does that make it Mailing easy? Mailing Sniper Wolf and... I don't know, and I didn't even talk about Meryl. <laughs> and I didn't even talk about Meryl. <laughs> Which, by the way, I did not manage to save her. It, that, that torture seems difficult. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, it was because I was not used to the fact that um, the controllers for the PS1 game were actually still like the default Japanese and not the default yeah. rest of the world. So, because I was playing this game on an emulator, I changed the, the controllers. So when the screen was saying press, press circle, I was pressing circle when I should have been pressing X. But I mean, yep. I... My boyfriend never managed to to save her, and I did. So, I saw both. I I saw both endings. <laughs> I managed to. I got through the first round of torture, and then I managed to escape the cell the, the first second I had chance, because I knew the torture gets harder the longer you leave it. So I had to escape. And a friend of mine, when I first played it, told me how. So I just got out as quickly as possible. What the ketchup? Because I just. Was it the ketchup yeah, trick? Yeah, I, I actually it wasn't the ketchup trick originally. It just said when the ah. when the when the guard's not there, hide under the bed. So oh, I did yeah, it. Worked. That was actually how I escaped because uh, Oricon gave me the ketchup, and I like I did that trick, but because mm. I completely forgot to like get up and run, I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> I am I, I am that bad. <laughs> so I was like, wait, My maybe first if I had. And I was like, wait, maybe if I hide under the bed, he's he's gonna think it's weird I'm not in here. And he's like, wait, where is he? And he enters, and I'm like, oh, there's my chance. Whoop! The, um, the best bit is that the first time I tried it, because I had to reload a save, first time I tried it, he saw me going under the, the bed. And all I heard was, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing in there? It's like, you can't see me, I'm invisible. What are you doing? Okay, I've messed this up, I'll reload it. <laughs> oh, I did not say the the third character. I don't know. It would either be Meryl, Snake, or Otacon. It's really hard to choose. But Psycho Mantis was also very, very interesting. Oh yeah. Let's see why it's so hard to pick just one character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have put top three. Uh, <laughs> the, the amount of people I've talked about Metal Gear Solid over the years, and surprisingly, not many people say Vulcan Raven. Um, oh no, that one! I can kind of understand why. I, I don't want to have an ear pulling contest in the snow, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, but but even but even he was interesting. Though a lot Charming. of people were a bit um, a lot of people were a bit uh, put off by uh, wait, are the ravens eating him? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't. It's, I don't, it's I'm a bit full on for a PS One game, isn't it? If you had the opportunity to design your own bizarre Metal Gear Solid boss fight, as in the first Metal Gear Solid on Shadow Moses Island, yeah, how would you make it bizarre in your own way? What what would you bring to the table? What concept or gameplay twist would you introduce? And that's hard because it's Metal Gear Solid One. There's a lot in there. <laughs> what would you bring to the table? You you com you completely lost me here because because I. I used to have a great imagination. Not anymore. <laughs> I hate being an adult. I, sh I should have played this game when I was a kid. 
Maybe I could have created something really weird and I would and I could show it to you. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 you can't really even say vampires, can you? Now, we, we <laughs> come on. Can there be anything weirder than a bisexual vampire? I'm still Do you really want about me to that answer one. that? Do you really want me to answer that? I mean, if it involves something that comes after three, please don't. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't. I was going to say... So more bizarre than a bisexual vampire. What about a 70-storey tall mech of a unicorn that fires out full-size mech missile unicorns instead of rainbows and the rainbow shoot out of the eyes and instead of roaring it makes a humongous neigh sound and liquids inside taunting you constantly how's about that oh god <laughs> I mean you throw down the gauntlet I'll quite happily pick it up and that's not oh the most bizarre thing if you would ask me if I, I was like still up and it was 3 o'clock in the morning you get a worse answer I get more more creative the more tired I am, but there you go. There, there's there's just off the top. Oh uh, no, to totally, totally. <laughs> you know what's weird? I can I can actually picture that. I can picture. <laughs> th that's the thing. I can't imagine stuff, but it, if you tell me something ridiculous, I can picture that. So yes, I I am imagining a big ass unicorn with liquid inside of it. <laughs> the the only way to fight it is throw acorns at it. You know. It's it's know. it's throwing what? Throw acorns at it, you know the thing squirrels <laughs> grab. Yeah, just throwing acorns at it, it's the only weapon that works. <laughs> kind of like a kind of like a grenade, but <laughs> yeah, but not. Yeah, you just pull the top part off and throw it. <laughs> yeah, P people tend to learn very quickly with me. Don't challenge me to absurdity because I will deliver. Um... Oh, please do, please do. <laughs> Nah, you, you you just answered your own question. No, no, no. It's, it's your it's your question to answer. Dang it! <laughs> How am I going to top a unicorn? How am I going to top a make unicorn? <laughs> you could use my answer if you want. I'm not really fast. It's just something I came up with. I'm I'm not particularly, uh, you know, precious over it. I could take that as your answer if you like. I, I, I don't know. I I, I mean I I, li I like foxes, and there's an actual character called Grey Fox. Mm. So I don't know, make make him work with something that's actually like a, I don't know, maybe a mech fox. Oh well, I mean, you know how some people use like horses? Make that guy ride mm. a, a mech fox. <laughs> Please do not think I just said Megan Fox. I said mech fox. <laughs> mech fox. I'll, I'll make sure of that. Mech fox. There we go. Not Megan Fox. That's Transformers. This is a different franchise. No. <laughs> well, they're also mech. I'm just imagining Bumblebee taking on Metal Gear Rex now. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd make the world explode. Bumblebee oh, wow. taking on Metal Gear Rex. <laughs> I'm not even that into I'm not even that into Transformers, but you just mentioned like my favorite Transformer. I just find the Bumblebee yellow one. so so wholesome. The yellow one. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid had a top-down perspective most of the time when you're not yeah, yeah. against walls distracting people or aiming uh, the stinger missile or a few of the bits and bobs 
did it take you a while to get used to the top-down camera or was it sort of like a gradual progression did you just get used to it um i think that it didn't take me as long to get used to it because again i saw my boyfriend playing it so i already had like um I like an that. idea of how the the game would be in fact mm. sometimes the first uh, person was actually harder than uh, mm. the top down and, and like uh, we're talking about a ps1 game so obviously the controllers are like slightly janky <laughs> slightly <laughs> i mean I have, no, I have no complaints again i was playing on an emulator so maybe they did something to make it better <laughs> i don't know oh no 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 the game's pure no. jank most of the time uh, I'm going to get hate for that, but it is. The, the first three are pure jank most of the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, regarding 2 and 3, I don't know how much I can talk because I'm playing the HD collection for the PS3, so... Uh, they, they, they are... Let me see. Though after playing the second one, I did go to a, to a store and buy the, the, the game for the PlayStation 2, so... <laughs> the, um... The second and third one on the, the HD collection, they're based on the Substance versions, which have got mm. tweaks on it. So, like, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 has got more uh, cinematic behind um, Snake. In the standard mm. Metal Gear Solid 3, it's more like Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 1. The camera's further up, so they added more cinematic elements to it, uh, including right. a few bug fixes, and they added a few bugs in, because Konami, you know? Yeah. Um, so it didn't take you long, then. No, no, uh, it, it wasn't really that that bad. It, it's it's like um, I was commenting just a few days ago, like um, in some parts it was convenient, other parts was inconvenient, and other parts was both convenient and inconvenient. Convenient and inconvenient was against Vulcan Raven. Like both convenience and inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, the most inconvenient that the top-down vision was was during um, the fight against um, Sniper Wolf, like the last fight before she dies. The the, the top-down is stu super inconvenient. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, I'm trying to see where she's going, but if I have the the sniper on me, I can't move. Only the camera. I was playing it before and a good friend of mine came round and I was at the Sniper Wolf Battle and I always struggled as a kid. And he went, pass me the pad. I said, what do you mean, pass me the pad? And he put the infrared goggles on and he took her out with an Akita missile. Wow. I've never been able Wait, to no, do that fight he, any he other way. Wait, no, one shot kill her with an Akita missile? No, it takes about five or six, I think. Okay. But if you have if you have the thermal goggles on, while you've got the Nikita missile going, you can you can pick up where she is and you just... As long as you go around the back of her. I've never been able to do that fight with a sniper rifle since. So it's the Kate missiles. I'll have to try that one eventually. <laughs> Definitely, so if you get a chance, just look up on YouTube. There's different ways of doing them battles. That's the, the most... Oh, yeah, no, totally. That, that's the most swag-heavy way of doing it. If you really want to show off. I just do <laughs> yeah. it as standard now. Can't help myself. Well, you just mentioned the Nikita missile, and I and I just remember this one moment in, this, in the second game where where I caught something that was kind of like a Nikita missile. Uh, I thought it was supposed to be the Nikita missile, but had a different name. 
So for a moment I was like, oh, it's not an Ikeda. <laughs> and then I entered another room and I had no idea that I had to have my infrared goggles on. And so out of a sudden everything exploded and I just let out a big scream. <laughs> yep. My boyfriend came in, is everything okay? And I'm like, I was just entering this room and everything exploded. It scared me so much. Booby traps. I hate booby traps on the second game. Oh. <laughs> on all the games, really. I just hate, I just hate booby traps. <laughs> games like that. Because it's, it's always, right, okay, I'm in this next area. I haven't saved yet. Fall. Oh, fuck. You know, there's not enough Fs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, for anyone wondering, I am playing the games on easy mode. I'm here for the story, not here for the gameplay, okay? Don't judge so, me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No judgment here. The, the reason why I say it is because people play games to to have fun, right? Exactly. So it doesn't matter exactly. what difficulty you go on. To me, if someone says to me, depending... Right, there's one game... Right, that I have this attitude towards, but it's, it's a saying that I have about it, right? If people say to me, you've got to play this game, but it's got to be on hard, to me that's gatekeeping. No, I can play the game however yeah, I want. Yeah, no, totally. I, 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 I can do what I did before. I played Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes on a chainsaw controller. You know, come at me, I don't care. Um, Wait, the chainsaw controller from Resident Evil? The GameCube. No, the, 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 on the GameCube one, it's an orange chainsaw controller, and I played Metal Gear Solid on that. Oh, yeah. I've seen, that, I've seen that on YouTube. I've seen that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so I've played it on It's that. a funny controller. I mean, I played Fancy Star Online and I was playing Couch Co-op with my friend and every so often I would I would put the, the not moving blade against his leg and I'd go... And we were giggling. <laughs> Four hours I did that. It was never not funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the, the only sort of little bit of gatekeeping I've got, I'll be honest is um, it's a line that a YouTuber called uh, CV11 uses is where he talks about Doom, right? Classic Doom, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Demon shooting, right? And it's yes, yes. Um, the line he uses, we're going to be, because he did like a playthrough and explanation, he said the line, the, the difficulty we're going to be playing on is ultra-violent, the gentleman's way of playing Doom. And that just resonated with me. That's how I play anyway, but it's like, I play an ultra-violence because it's the gentleman's way of playing it. Try to get a laugh be, out I'm of not a, My answer would be, I'm not a man, so joke's on you. <laughs> True. Yeah. But it's sort of like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a gentleman. I'll play on the harder difficulty. You know, I do it to get a laugh. I don't really care what difficulty anyone plays anything on, to be honest. I'm going to be the normal person. I'm going to play on the difficulty I want. Yeah. Especially on Metal Gear Solid 3, that easy gun. Oh, I love that easy gun. Like I, I, when I was playing the second one, I accidentally hit normal, and I spent six hours on the prologue. Six yep. hours! That is yep. not normal for a prologue. <laughs> so I was like, "You okay. guys, I gotta restart the game in easy mode because I screwed this up." And so my boyfriend was like, "Give me the controller. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like run through the prologue for you." And I'm like, "Okay." He did that thing, oh, obviously he skipped the, the cutscenes to like, he did that thing in half an hour. It's like blinking, you miss it, yeah. So, like, quick wow. thing, just 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 for future, um, if you're planning on, because you said you played the first three, I'm assuming you played them on stream, right? I, I did, all, I'm, I'm playing all the games on stream, so yeah. Okay, when you get to Metal Gear Solid 4, mm. first of all, good luck, because emulating it's a nightmare, 
Oh no no no! I'm no longer emulating them. It was just the, the first one while I didn't have the um, the capture card. I eventually oh, got the capture say. card, so now I'm playing them on the console. So, but no, actually, called. the first and the second one were played on on an emulator. Now yeah. everything's being played on the console, so I don't have to worry about emulation anymore. <laughs> so, Metal Gear Solid Four, um, definitely look into um, connected to a capture card because the PS3 are notorious for being when it comes to trying to capture the, the footage it'll just not work for no reason okay so that's the first thing and the second thing the runtime on Metal Gear Solid 4 is about the same runtime as the first three combined wow and the prologue you said the, the prologue so the tanker section being six hours um, that's in nothing normal, normal. compared to Metal Gear Solid 4 oh god just as a just as a quick warning I'll warn you now Oh God! <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, I mean the the funny thing is that the fir mm. the first game I finished in uh thirteen hours? No, what was no? Uh, it's the usual game that's on the usual time that's on um uh how long to beat is I think eleven hours. So I yeah I think yeah. it took me like. 13 hours and mm. both both my boyfriend and I were very surprised because for a first time playing that game 13 hours is actually pretty good <laughs> it's actually pretty fast <laughs> like yeah granted I was playing on easy but still for a first time playing it's it's pretty good it's pretty fast and I did not skip anything so for context just to just to give you some sort of context for Metal Gear Solid 4 first time I played it with cutscenes, because I had to watch it all to get the story, it took me 34 hours. And I was playing on easy. Second time I played it, and it and I sort of thought, right, I, I don't need the cutscene, I'll skip them. It took me three. Wait. Oh, wait, no, isn't is it for the one that has, like, that, that thing where, uh, depending on what happens, you either get a short cutscene or an almost one hour and a half, uh... Cutscene. You can there there are there are a lot of cutscenes you can skip and some of them are like forty minutes long, so you can like completely skip them and just get on with the game. But yeah, oh. my second playthrough, I cut thirty hours out of it. I will keep in mind to tell my viewers to go make some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it's in the in the first section until everything's introduced. It's about an hour, interspersed ah, no, with good. little bits of movement. Oh my god. Yeah, just as a one. I stream for three hours, and one hour of those three is just me talking to everyone. So that's this yeah. is basically going to be one hour talking to everyone, one hour cutscene, and then one hour gameplay. Okay, yeah. that's good. Just a heads up. <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I'll I'll keep okay. it to like fifteen minutes talking. All right, everyone, fifteen minutes have passed. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In an alternative universe, Ocelot, instead of torturing Snake with electrocution, decides to do something a little bit different. Now, what people don't know is Ocelot fancies himself a bit of a, an amateur chef, complete with the overalls and the hat, the oversized one and everything, and he decides to make something for Snake to eat, and the endurance taking down is from eating the food that you've got to be a certain speed at eating. So, 
with that being said, on Shadow Moses, what's the what's Ocelot's Shadow Moses signature dish that snake is gonna have to scoff down as quickly as possible? That's probably gonna give him indigestion. The, this one got me really, really thinking. Like of all uh, of everything that, that that you gave me, this was one of the the questions that got me like, wait, how am I going to answer this one? And then the thing, the first thing that came to my mind is, well. If his stomach is like his father's, he can take pretty much everything. <laughs> Except probably Russian rations. Yeah. <laughs> or probably the strawberry poison dart frog. Mm. That is the name of the frog. I actually searched it up. I was like, what is the name of the frog? And I'm like, no, 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 but like red poison dart frog it's like strawberry poison dart frog okay it makes sense because the the color red is really vibrant on that frog mm. so i was like wait think about everything that you can eat on the third game and put that in a dish but like everything that's disgusting so we got uh some of the snakes that he ate that were he would say that were disgusting then we have the russian rations <laughs> Like there were there were a bit of some animals. I also did that thing where if you spin him a lot, he's gonna puke. So yeah, we all have to do that. Did you even play Metal Gear if you didn't do that? Did you even play Metal Gear Solid Three if you didn't try and take on a crocodile with a fork? I mean, seriously. Oh, man. Never worked. That I didn't but... get, I'm so sad I didn't get the 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 crocodile hat. I missed it. I missed it. I was so sad. I was gonna use it the whole game. <laughs> no. Well, you know uh, what? You d you didn't get the crocodile hat. I'll I'll tell you one of the biggest sins I made on Metal Gear Solid Three. I couldn't figure out the battle with the sniper. So I turned it off for a week. Went back on, and he died of old age. Oh yeah, that one. Every time. <laughs> I can't do that sniper battle normally, so I just take. I actually did. I actually managed to. In fact, me, then. in fact, uh, I decided to make my uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 a kill as l as few people as possible kind of run. Definitely helps doing it that way. And uh, I mean, uh, ev everyone that I killed was either by accident, or I really had to, or they were like the enemies so yeah like i killed every single one of them i did kill some scientists but that was an accident because i was trying to do the whole um threatening thing and i accidentally yeah. cut their throats and i'm like it was an accident you guys <laughs> and no the podcast could you say that and we understand what you mean i accidentally <laughs> cut the throats it's a game honest calm down <laughs> no people know I, I i did not kill anyone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it definitely helps when you take on the sorrow. That that freaked me out the first time. I was taking out everything, and they had to walk by them in that. You see, that that's actually funny because I saw a lot of ocelots there, and I was like, "You guys know, you guys saw my streams. I did not once shoot an ocelot. If they are here, it was because of a cutscene. I did not yeah. kill these people. I did not. <laughs> I kind of sound like um." The, that's Tommy in the room. I did not. I did not kill them. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> so you, you're saying just a bit of everything in a bucket, and he has to scoff it down. That's what yeah. you do to torture him. Yeah, may, maybe like everything. blend it. 
They're like, blend it, make some kind of pudding with it. Put it in one of those blend tech blenders. Will it blend? That is the question. You know, if it can blend golf clubs and crowbars, it can blend whatever you chuck at well, it. Crocodile, mean, if he, Russian. If he wants to try and be a chef, he should like first cut, cut off the animals and remove like their spines and their <laughs> and the bones. So, unless he wants to give like a bit, a bit more of a, unless he wants to give a, a bit more of um, bony taste. Does that even does that even exist? Does that term even exist? Bone meal. <laughs> does the term yeah, bony um, taste exist? I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere near that because um, that could take the podcast in a very different direction. Yeah, no, that's, let's not. Yeah, yeah, let's avoid that. But yeah, okay. uh, mix it all. Uh, make, make a, cut them up to pieces to make make it easy to, easier to blend. <laughs> make Sh- a Shadow pudding. Moses, uh, Shadow Moses pudding. What's in it? What's not in it? That's the question. Yeah. Ooh, that, that's interesting. What's in it? I, I can more easily make you a list of what's not in it. I can tell you what's not in it. So what's not in it, you and me, everything else, the chair, swimming knives, uh, clay moors, we've got Russian <laughs> Russian rations, crocodiles, Metal Gear Rex. Uh, I've got part of Sniper <laughs> Roof's um, sniper rifle in there. You've got trees, twigs, you know, Even chaff snow? grenades, glitter mean? bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Even Even the snow? I mean, yeah, isn't, why not? Isn't snow water in a solid state? <laughs> Did you put snow in there? Well, yeah, I've got to cool it down somehow, and we didn't have any ice in Alaska. We had no ice. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> 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 Quick fire question time: Solid Snake, Ocelot, and Psycho Mantis decide to compete in a talent show. Who does what, and does any of them have any hidden talents that no one ever thought about? Oh god, no! I, I drew a blank here. <laughs> I mean, is it even considered drawing a blank when you don't have an answer? I mean, I can go. We can go to the next one if you want, but it's. I've got a feeling that some of these you might draw a blank with again. I, I, I don't think so. I think this one was was the most the, was the most. I mean, because like, they they all have something that we actually see, like the whole sneaking thing with, with Snake, uh, Ocelot hmm. to, um, juggling with, with his revolvers, and Psychomantis. It's Psychomantis. He is a telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe Psychomantis can juggle people. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can come up with. <laughs> I can help you. Help I, I mean, I mean, with 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 Snake being so good at sneaking, maybe something related to magic, to magic tricks, making things disappear. <laughs> Again, you can tag out. I can get a little help with this if you want. I mean, sure. Okay, so it turns out Psycho Madness, for his talent, is really good at impressions. Don't even bother asking him about his Christopher Walken because I'm not going to repeat it. Ocelot turns out to be a magician. Oh, Nobody yeah. knew. Yeah. And Snake, he can crochet, he can crochet up a mean sweater. There you go. <laughs> Again, but you can't I see can him doing picture it he's everything. Hiding. I can picture everything yeah. you just said. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining Snake sitting sitting uh, sitting on a chair watching a movie and crocheting. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you, you just see a chair in the movie because he's obviously he's not anywhere in sight. You're just out of nowhere. <laughs> a sweater shows up. Look. <laughs> a chibi version of a, a Metal Gear Rex on it and liquid being thrown from it at high speeds. You know. <laughs> Colonel, Colonel, look. So you're in a production meeting with Hideo Kojima and the subject of having a possible catchphrase comes up. Years before the iconic kept you waiting her came in what idea would you put forward for a catchphrase um I'm gonna have to agree with a lot of people the whole can love bloom on a battlefield okay like that 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 is that is a that is one that everyone knows everyone remembers everyone loves that one it's really good actually so I I, I think it would be a very good catchphrase would you be putting it forward for, like, Snake to say? Would it be Otacon? Who would actually be saying this catchphrase? Because it's, like, not exactly the the mascot, but the phrase of the game. You know, like the like the, the underpinning phrase. You know, like Snake yeah, Eater yeah. or... Yeah. Well, who would be saying that catchphrase? Because there's going to be that point in the game where someone's playing and they go, Ah, they said it! They said the thing! <laughs> who would be saying it? I mean, it, it really does not make... Uh, sense to have anyone say it but Otakon. Like we hear the we hear the the phrase that we think Otakon. I don't I don't think if if any other character were to think this, then I don't know. Maybe one of one of the girls, like uh, either Naomi or Mailing or even um, uh, uh, oh God, no wait, no. How, how did I forget her name? Meryl. Meryl. No, there we go. <laughs> yes. No, because like Just even Meryl. Yeah, no, because uh, no, because like even Meryl saying it would make sense if if Otacon mm. didn't say it. Meryl saying it would make sense. Yeah, because it's kind of hair ending with snake. It's a bit ambiguous. No, I'm I'm not even talking about the whole uh, them being a couple or anything. Given her personality and her thoughts on the whole situation, I think it would mm. be uh, it would make sense because like she, she does look at all of that and say that most of what's happening doesn't even make sense. There's like no point in this. So like mm. with so much nonsensical stuff happening, can love even bloom on the battlefield? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Meryl saying that. I mean, I'd, I'd have gone for Vulcan Raven again, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> that's just me. You don't get enough love, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I'm 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 always up for Vulcan Raven for anything. The Metal Gear Solid Band. Who is in it? What instrument do they play? And what type of music do they make? I was actually thinking about that just uh, just before the the recording, and I was like, okay, who would be? And Ocelot was the first one that came to my mind, and I was like, drums. The way that guy shows off <laughs> just spinning his revolvers, he would totally show off doing the same with the drumsticks. <laughs> and when I think Snake, I think that he would probably go for the bass or the guitar. Though he kind of mm. looks more like a bass type of guy. Yeah. And um, Liquid would probably be the guitar. Then again, they Wait, could bo- both be in base because, like, funny, they're twins, so mm. both go to the base. 
Um, we're missing a vocalist though. <laughs> I can't think of a vocalist. I I don't think Otakon would have a good singing voice though. Can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, but the the type of um the type of music that that's the hard part because I'm not really good in identifying uh, music genres, so. Um, you know that kind of uh, slow rock kind of thing. I think it would yeah. probably fit the the like the the band itself. Like some some songs a bit more um, uh, a bit more uh, energetic, but mostly slow rock kind of thing. I'm calling it that because I don't know the exact terms for this. I'm sorry for anyone who's into music. Sort of like 80s love ballads, 80s rock love ballads. Uh, yeah, kinda, kinda. The slower stuff from Guns N' Roses, that kind of thing. Oh, the first song that came to my mind was them doing, uh, kind of singing the uh, Way to Fall song, you know, the one that's on the credits for Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of, um, uh, that kind of music. I'm guessing that's rock, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I'm so sorry to anyone who's listening to this who's, who's a music expert, I'm sorry. No, it's alright, I was, um, I mentioned that because I was asked that question and me being me, I answered instantly because my brain just can't, it just doesn't stop. That's, that's a, a blessing and a curse for me, my brain doesn't stop. And I was asked, Metal Gear Solid Band, who's in it, what instruments do they play and what kind of music do they make? And I said, okay, first off, I said, first and foremost, I said, Liquid is the drummer, not the guitarist, right? Because he's a show-off. Ocelot is lead guitar, Snake is bass, like you said, and I said, um, it'd either be Merrill or Raven singing, and they would play music in a vein of Weird Al Yankovic. So polka music. Okay, you said either Vulcan or Merrill, but here's the thing, why not both? Sometimes, sometimes having a male and female vocalist are, is good. I mean, it depends. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining Meryl singing really melodically and Vulcan Raven doing like, um, kind of like Evanescence Bring Me To Life. She's singing and the guy who's also there is just screaming into the mic. I'm just imagining him doing that. Him with his massive bulk screaming into this mic <laughs> yeah. and being really sweet next to him. But yeah, just doing something like that, but playing polka music, you know, something like that. And out of nowhere, I don't know, uh, out of nowhere, um, Psycho Mantis just starts hovering on stage and he's playing like a uh, an accordion, you know. <laughs> or he starts hovering with a, a harp and he just starts playing it, or he's got a banjo, you know, with a big big hat on. Why, why like did that. you say Psycho Mantis and my brain thought cymbals? <laughs> Like seventeen around him, and they're all playing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Psychomantis could be a one-man band. It, it probably is. Now, there's there's an answer that I wouldn't have been expecting. What's the band? It's just Psychomantis. He plays everything. <laughs> if you play want the a band with more than one person, here's here's one answer. If you if you don't mind a one-man band, then Psychomantis. What does he play? I don't know. What does a band one-man band play? Everything. <laughs> he, he can either play everything or he, he influences the other people to play the instruments for him. He's just stood in the middle, <laughs> you know, in, in like a heroic pose while everything's being played and all the, the audience boo because no one's actually playing. It's all him, <laughs> you know. 
one man band psycho mantis. Never thought of that. That's <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna haunt my nightmares now. I was actually thinking of so, of a character who could be a one man band, but then I realized this is about Metal Gear One and not two. Because I was gonna say Solidus. <laughs> but he has got them extra arms, hasn't he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is about one or two, so I was like, no, it can't be. <laughs> Think of the guitar solos he could play. <laughs> yeah. Or chuck some uh, ukuleles at him and see what happens. <laughs> some heavily distorted electro ukuleles, you know, just see what happens. If an author, if you were going through Twitter and you saw an author with a tweet something like this. Hi guys, I'm taking on a new project. I'm going to turn the Shadow Moses incident into a kid's book. Hashtag go team foxhound, hashtag Vulcan Raven for president, hashtag sniper wolf only fans. With that, if you saw a tweet like that, do you think they could pull it off and what sort of pitfalls would they fall into now I have no idea when it comes to kids authors but do you think it could be done I think everything can be done I mean they, they've turned the the diary of Anne Frank into a more kid kiddie like thing with the with a comic book and there's even a, a movie about it like an animated movie about a kitty like the Anne Frank's like imaginary friend there is a, an animated movie of Kitty find, trying to find Anne Frank, and it's a kid's movie, so a- anything can be pulled off. However, if you say you're gonna write a kid's book about the Shadow Moses incident, and one of the hashtags you put in your tweet is hashtag SniperWolfOnlyFans, <laughs> I mean... I, I don't... I, I don't... <laughs> I don't confess to knowing how to use Twitter, so maybe they won't put that one in. Um, maybe just to get a bit of traction, you know, get people get Could people be. seeing it. I just thought maybe that'd work, you know, get more eyes Could on be. the tweet. But maybe that wouldn't be in there. I mean, the the story itself is a is a. I mean, we can't. We've already talked about this. The story is quite confusing, so. I would really like to see a a kids book author trying to pull it off. It would be very, very interesting. Uh, Though, I I mean, they don't, they didn't even, they wouldn't even need to tone down on the whole death thing. Because, like, I mean, kids have watched a lot of movies with characters dying. That would not be the Mm. breaking point about it. Uh, It would mostly be about the whole confusion. Then again, he could probably pull it off, but we all know how the internet works, so... Yeah, some people would mm. say, oh, that is interesting, I would actually like to show my future kids, or I would like to show my kids how the story goes without it being, like, extremely confusing and having them play the game before they should. And then you would obviously have the other side of the internet, which would be, no, don't ruin the, the, the story for us, you have no right to do that, what are you, what, what, what are you <laughs> yeah. thinking, no, don't, you, don't judge the, don't judge the story, you're gonna ruin it. <laughs> There's always two sides to the coin, in my case, I would be very interested in seeing in someone pull that off. I'm not Maybe gonna be out. No. Maybe change that last hashtag from uh, Sniper Wolf OnlyFans to uh, hashtag challenge 50 pages or less. That might make <laughs> it more engaging. Ooh, I'd love to see yeah. someone try and explain that whole thing in less than 50 pages aimed at kids. Yeah, that that is... 
Although I would probably remove the whole uh, Otacon pissing his pants thing from the <coughs> kid's book. I don't know. <laughs> no, I demand it stays in. Just me. No one else. Doesn't matter about Hideo Kojima. Just this guy, a random idiot on the internet, says no, it has to stay in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean... To advertise uh, Resident Evil Village in Japan, they had a small, I think it was four or five two-minute vignettes of um, all of the, uh, I can't remember what they're called, the wardens of each area, but in puppet form, and it's meant to be a kid's show. And the sections where the sort of like, um, I think it was Lady Demetrius tells the the one that's meant to be a fish guy. I've got you a new toothbrush and he's just got pins on it and he brushes his teeth. And the thing is, when he's brushing his teeth and it goes back, you can't see it because they've pixelated it, but you can imagine the puppet, they've just put like red stuff all over it and stuff. And like, oh, I feel so much better now and it's just pixelated. Viscera, you know. <laughs> so they managed to do that for Resident Evil 8, including one of them throwing another one into a machine and chopping oh. up into sections. And they made it like a fun kiddie thing. You know, where they sing at the end and stuff. So I imagine Metal Gear Solid, the Shadow Moses incident isn't going to be that far-fetched if you can turn a horror show into a kid's show. (laughs) I mean, if they can make a kid version something-something about Resident Evil, then, yeah, no, Metal Gear is going to be a doozy. (laughs) It's going to be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Yeah, I, I, I could bang it out by next week, but I'm not going to. I'm. I hope you're not sued for what I just said. <laughs> I say that much stuff on these podcasts. I'm surprised I ain't got a lawsuit, to be honest. And I've been doing it for five years, so <laughs> it's either the right person hasn't heard it or I haven't said anything remotely uh, bad enough. Although it is a life goal, you know. Get uh, via a podcast, get sued for defamation, high five a walrus. I'm getting there slowly. It's just taking time. One day. One day, yeah. One day, eventually. You know, I'm, I'm, a man can dream, I suppose. I'm just not having nightmare fuel about Psycho Mantis being a one man band. Uh. Oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go straight to Nance and, and tell people about it. Yo, I, I got this one. Check this one out, guys. Start imagining Psycho Mantis. I. A one-man band. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Psycho Mantis with an accordion. Chef's hat. You know, there's a harp, a drum, cymbals between his knees. The wax, everything. Why not? I'm not going to sleep tonight, am I? I'm just not. (laughs) Nightmare fuel. Pure nightmare fuel. (laughs) Anywho, <laughs> as fun as this has been, all things must come to an end. So, with that being said, I really don't want to. I'm having too much fun, but I'm going to have to, unfortunately. Um, although, although you're always welcome back to talk about Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. And eventually the others, if you'll have me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ton of fun, this stuff. So, with that being said, everything must come to an end. So, please... Uh, let me scroll up again so I get the name right. Please, Alexa. 
No, you always said struggle it right. with that name. <laughs> yeah, I got it. And, and I'm just just to just to annoy people. So Alexa, please tell us where we can find you. <laughs> tell the people about yourself and where they can find you. <laughs> okay, so. okay, so once again, if if you want to check out my streams, as of the recording of this episode, I have not yet uh, began another Metal Gear Solid game. I'm playing Puppeteer, but I don't know when this is coming out, so maybe by the time this comes out, I've already started. I don't know. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitch at Alexa underscore the underscore Kitune. Alexa the Kitune. Uh, I also have my um, uh, on the description, I have my uh, YouTube my YouTube a channel with the vaults if you want to check me being an extreme noob at the other three games <laughs> um yeah that's basically it i mean if you're interested in voice acting i also have my um my uh fanned up channel which is my little packy which is basically my little pony but instead of pony it's p-a-k-y i've already been uh brought up to attention that some people might think of it as a Pakistani slur it's not that's actually the the slur is actually written with an i not a y so mm. i'm safe on that department. i was about to say it's i was about to say it's not spelt right for a slur then but yeah it had it has nothing to do with the slur though please don't don't go at me for that it has to do with my name okay sorry <laughs> uh, pronounce it yeah. different pecky there you go pecky <laughs> pecky there you go. It, 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 it sounds cuter that way. Picky. <laughs> I put you off, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, that is, that is, that's basically it. Uh, I do both streams, I sometimes do fandubs. I also have a fandub uh, group, which is called Luzodubs. I've already mentioned them on the Sonic podcast. Uh, that's spelled L-U-S-O-D-U-B-S. Uh, if you have any Portuguese people like listening to your podcast and they're interested in like watching things that never been dubbed in Portuguese because that's what we do we don't dub things that already have been dubbed there's no point in that <laughs> mm. so yeah okay well uh, we'll make sure to get all those details well I say that not me Jay's going to get all those details from me and put them in the description because I don't do descriptions I, I do enough I edit I don't do descriptions so that was our latest episode of Waffling Tailors with me, Squidge, talking to our guest, Alexa. Um, all of her details will be found in the description, as it will be Waffling Tailors details for the website, wafflingtailors.rocks, all the socials, including the Discord. Um, if you want to join the Discord and come and yell at me, I'm a semi-professional idiot, and tell me how I'm no good at Metal Gear Solid, please feel free. Um, I will mention one thing, considering Jay makes a big deal out of it, so I'll say it. There is a section on the website called Those Games We Played, it has a link to every single game that we've ever talked about, linking to the episode that is mentioned. Currently, it stands at over 1,600 games. He's very proud of it, I have to mention it. It keeps him keeps him happy, keeps him sweet. So with that being said, um, thank you for listening. I have no idea how long this is going to be, but pray for me. Um, I will catch you guys later. Stay safe, stay awesome, and I'll catch you later. I'm, I'm aware of you by text only. How do you actually pronounce? Is it Alexa? Alexa? Alexa. Alexa. No, Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> <laughs>
Alexa. No, no, I, I did have a lot of people think he was Alexa, and so uh, everyone who wasn't wearing headphones who had an Alexa uh, device started complaining because, hey, my device started playing. I'm like, that's because my name was pronounced incorrectly. <laughs> so so I have to so people decide you know what I'm just gonna call you Katsune because I, I have an Alexa and I have to tell it to shut up every time I say your name I'm like it's okay uh, someone who's like a, a really big fan of Metal Gear said that he has some Brazilian friends and he's learned some some words in in Portuguese and there's this um, there's this subject on Metal Gear Solid 3, which is the fake death pill. Yeah. And a lot of people shorten shorten that to FDP. And a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, I read FDP, it's a fake death pill. For a Portuguese, we start laughing because that actually means son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've got a recording of you saying that now. If I ever meet any Portuguese people, I'm going to be screwed. Because the first thing I learn in a foreign language is how to swear at people. If I ever go to Portugal, I am so screwed.